Hello, back to another episode, episode two. Um, I thought it would be a little fun idea to discuss um, my obsession a little bit with the 90s. Um, I don't know what it is about the 90s that makes my heart warm and fuzzy. Um, I think that I have narrowed it down to the thought that the 90s to me were before I really felt like my dreams were smashed into a million pieces. 2000 hit when I was in eighth grade. So the prime of 90s to me was grade school. And I have, uh, when I say grade school, mind you, I went to Catholic school um, from kindergarten through eighth grade. I also went until 11th grade in high school. But when I say grade school, I literally mean kindergarten through eighth grade um, because that's just what we called it. Um, So I went to grade school and I just didn't have anything tainting my dreams yet. And I still felt like the world was my oyster. Um, I really, I had an older sister or I still do. She's still alive. I have an older sister and an older brother. And so I had a lot of their influences as far as I kind of listened to things that I thought they thought were cool. Um, I lived with my sister, so I listened to a lot of musical things that she thought were cool or that she was into. Um, So I was definitely like a seventh grader, sixth grader listening to Ani DeFranco, Indigo Girls, things like that. So um, I'll talk about that more when when I go into my music tastes. But as far as my obsession with the 90s movies, I feel like it was just totally a different time. Now, as far as that's concerned, I feel like if I watch them, these things now, it's definitely cringy because I don't feel like a lot of it would be appropriate, um, nor would a lot of it fly these days. Um, The jokes in some of the high school stuff is just like really inappropriate, honestly. And when you think about the fact that it's all... (laughs) It's all adults playing these high schoolers, you know, it's not, it's not high school kids playing high school kids. Uh, it's, it's just kind of creepy, but anyway, um, I just had these movies that I was really, really obsessed with when I was a kid and all I wanted to do as a kid was be an actress. I don't think I ever really wanted to be anything else. From the time I was born, I wanted to do something regarding the arts. Um, I would act out little monologues. I would copy what they were saying on TV, um, movies. I think most kids, or I'm assuming most kids were like me, where we would watch the same movies over and over again. I know as far as my kids are concerned, we've watched the movie Cars, I don't know, hundreds of times at this point. But um, I thought it'd be fun to dive in a little bit to um, see if there are any other little millennial ladies out there that were obsessed with some of the same movies um, 
as I was in the early 90s. I can tell you my uh, big obsessions were The Labyrinth, which I know I think is an 80s movie, but I remember if, if and when we went to the movie store to rent a movie as a family, which I really don't think happened that much, but I think that's just like a selective memory from when I was a kid. I, I don't remember doing too much as a family, to be quite honest with you, other than um, camping sometimes, or a lot. We camped a lot. But um, as far as going to like rent a movie at a rental place, I don't remember doing this too much, but I digress. Um, I always picked the labyrinth and something about David Bowie and those little tight pants. I don't know, man, but the labyrinth was my jam um, to this day. Oh, I just remembered another one that was not on my list, but highly quotable amazing princess bride as you wish Wesley of course that has to be on the list who are we kidding um so that is absolutely on the list I don't think we owned either one as a kid um because VHS and honestly, I feel like they were really expensive VHSs. Um, I don't remember having too much, too many of them, I should say. Um, moving right along, I remember watching an obsessive amount of Grease because, again, I wanted to act, sing, dance, all those things. So you just smash them all up into one movie. I'm there. I'm living for it. Rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. Um, and then we have the dirty dancing. Stop it right now. Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Legend, legend, legend. I loved that movie because I loved to dance. Um, but really I could listen to that soundtrack any day of the week. I mean, I was like that little girl that's like, be my, be my, be my little baby, you know? Um, but honestly, as an adult, looking back at that, really not appropriate for a little girl to watch nonstop. But, you know, I don't think in the early 90s they were really looking out for us that much. But on the other hand, I kind of remember, um, I'd have to look up the year, but I think that the rating system for shows and movies, I don't think that they came out with that until we were older. Like, I don't think that that was a thing. So um, if I want to play devil's advocate, I don't think that there was a rating system for them to be like, okay, well, this is rated PG-13, so your kids shouldn't watch it until PG-13, whatever, you know, parental guidance 13, whatever. My next obsession was Little Women. You want to talk about an amazing film score? My God. I recorded that off of HBO and with the good old-fashioned VHS. And the lead-in to the, VH, um, the HBO 
Remember like the good old days where it zoomed up on the HBO and it went up the side of the walls of the letters and it was like, and then it, you know, oh man, God, they don't make it like they used to. But anyway, so Little Women, great, great, great movie. Um, for a hot minute there, I thought I was a writer because I was going to be like, Joe, I don't know. Ancestry.com says that I have like this relation, like way far away of Louisa May Alcott. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'd like to believe it in my soul. Um, but anyway, that movie, I think it came out in 94. Amazing stuff. Also used to rewatch that all the time. I think that little paper sticker on the VHS, I think I rated it four stars and I'm hoping that um, the rating was four stars out of four because it definitely deserved a five. Um, moving on, I also watched Little Giants like it was going out of style. I spent every other weekend at my dad's house and I think I had about six movies there. Encino Man, Little Giants, um, oh, another Polly Shore movie. Oh, Step... No, son-in-law, son-in-law, Steven Tyler PJs, Steven Tyler PJs. Man, whatever happened to Polly Shore? He was the shit. He's good stuff. I love Polly Shore. Underrated, totally underrated. Um, but Little Giants, man, if Devin Sawa was in something, I was in, in like Flynn. Um, okay, here's another big hitter for me. Still is. Still gives me the feelings in my belly now and then. Who my age did not want to have a summer adventure with their besties on their bikes to go solve a murder and have a bomb ass playhouse? Raise your hand if you're not cool because I definitely wanted to have that. So what did I do? I bought a bomb ass playhouse for my kids as an adult, because that's what everyone does when they feel like they missed out on something neat when they were a kid by their love. So, um, I recently just introduced that movie to a couple of ladies that had never watched it when they were younger, because they are right in the cusp, like in the middle of an age where they didn't watch it and their kids are too young that they didn't know about it and they loved it. If you have not watched that with your daughters or you've never seen it before, please, I beg of you, watch it with your daughters. Not too young because it is, you know, I don't know, 10 probably a good age, right? 10, 10 years old, I think is a good age to start with that movie. But God, oh, and the people in it, Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell, Melanie Griffith, Demi Moore, Rita Wilson. Come on, my best friend's wife. You will come to learn about me that Tom Hanks is my BFF. No one else in this world matters. No one. Tom Hanks for life. Speaking of Devin Sawa, Casper, can I keep you? Can I keep you? I think... I went through puberty at that exact moment that Casper turned into a real boy and he walked down those stairs. Just saying. 
and then later on in the in the two in into the late 90s about to go into the 2000s i hit spice world the movie like you wouldn't believe and i don't think i realized how much i watched it until i really thought about it in my head as an adult and it's really kind of embarrassing Stay in there. We're not ready for you yet. If you know that part of the movie based off of that quote, then you feel me and you can be my soul sister or brother. We don't discriminate here. And last but not least, can't hardly wait. That movie made me feel like something special was going to happen when I was graduating high school. It didn't. It didn't. But Ethan Embry, Ethan Embry is what dreams were made of. And Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you're out there somewhere, I know you are because I see you on TikTok, girl. Who didn't want to be her? Like, really? Who did not want to be her? I mean, LFO. She's the girl on TV, right? Isn't that the song? Oh, no, man. Just tell me, tell me you are with me. The 90s, man, the 90s. What a special time. Please, if you're out there, if you're listening, feel the love, feel the love. Share with me, share with me how much you love these movies. I'm probably going to end this recording and think about 17 more things that I could have said, and then I'm gonna have to make a whole other episode. But man, these were my ride or die movies. I could just sit there and watch them on repeat all the time. If I missed something, comment. Um, Let me know because I could just go on and on and on and on and on. Um, But otherwise, I hope you enjoyed. And if you think of something, comment. And I hope you keep listening. And I hope we can hang. Have a great day. P.S. I forgot to mention Harriet the Spy. Legendary.